The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Grab a chair in the shed and join us. Actually, you can grab Kurt's chair since he's not here today. Join Chris, Bridget, Mike, and Joe as we go off on a side adventure in our Dungeon World campaign, A New Frontier. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. Find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Search us out, check us up on Facebook. Check us up? What does check us up mean? I don't know. If we are down check on the page, down. check yes. us up. Yes. Yeah. Scroll up. Vote us up on the page. Yes. Huh? We are there. We are here, and we are going to play more of our Dungeon World campaign, A New Frontier. We're going to take a, a, a different approach to it this time after we say hi to the people at the table, like this guy. Hi. I'm uh, Mike. I'm, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike. Yeah. I'm playing Laramie Burnsteel. The Paladin of Josia. Ojo. Ojo. <laughs> hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Uriel, the Immolator. And this is Bridget. I'm playing Lenore, the Cleric. And I am Joe. I am the Game Master as we continue this Dungeon World campaign, A New Frontier. Well, I mentioned we're going to approach this a little different, that Kurt is not here today. We're going to step back in time a little bit. We we had several episodes where we did uh, a full start-to-finish resolution of a problem within one episode. And each one of those, we left a gap in between a few weeks, maybe a month or so. We had one episode where we um, explored an old castle, ancient ruins, and found a necromancer there and defeated the necromancer during that time. Um, we learned that part of the necromancer's uh, undead horde included Bob, who is a friend of Breton. That's Kurt's character. So after, <laughs> after um, the defeat of the necromancer, Breton has gone off now to um, console Bob's family and to try and get Bob's affairs in order. So Breton is out of the picture for a little while. Uh, in parentheses, Kurt ain't here today. Um, <laughs> and the rest of our party, our three characters, who uh, the players have just introduced themselves, find themselves at... Correct. Correct. And uh, the big city folk now, big city folk. So the three of you are in Herak, maybe even the day after defeating the necromancer with Breton gone off. And um, what are y'all doing? I'm trying to see if these uh, nice new magical tongs see how much heat they can handle. Ah, uh, going right to the forge. I really need to find something that can do some magical fire there to really see if I can get some. Yeah. You mean like you? <laughs> yeah, but no, different than me. Like, different. different kind of fire. Like, like I, I can magic, get, magic. Yeah. Not natural magic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was curious, are you going to keep the uh, forge name Jolly Gerald's Forge, or are you going to give it a new name? I think I'm going to, I'll rename it, but i got yeah. to come up with something a little better. Because, I mean, technically, I'm a, an apprentice from Prometheus's Forge, so, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm allowed to branch out yet with my own okay. thing. Although I picture the sign for Jolly Gerald's Forge of like this guy that's like so happy, like the super hot high yes. smile with a raised hammer over his head, like <laughs> like like the Cheshire cat smile that's yeah. incredibly yeah. large goes off the face past the ears. Yeah, you could call it Prometheus squared. No, no, no. It's too serious. Prometheus <laughs> squared dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new kind of forge. Yeah. Um. 
So you can go definitely. You can check out the forge or use yeah. the forge with yeah. the tongs if you like. Um, uh, what would you want to do? Well, we're, I still we're still trying to figure out. You know that that one weapon that Gerald was trying to research and uh, create the magical weapon, point. which yeah. we figured we'd need a different kind of fire for. You know, okay. and these tongs might help out with that. The fires of Mount Dumas, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> right? Perhaps, yeah. Um, which we don't know about yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny, because you don't know yet, but you've already played it. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Uh, Bridget, what would Lenore be doing? What's her next step? Like, um, probably still riding the high of uh, killing a necromancer, perhaps, and uh, you know, a Draco Lich, or at least an animated dragon skeleton. It's more likely. It wasn't a Draco Lich. It was yeah, that would have been bad. Dragon <laughs> skeleton, yeah. Did I do that? Uh, everyone was there for that. Magic missile. It was yesterday. It was magic missile, yeah. wasn't it? It's like just the other. I think I it was a little bit of a long. flashback or something from it, or, or blowback yeah, from it, because yeah. I have lost some memories. Um, I have a, a symbol that I need to go bring to my order because I don't okay. understand what it is or what it means or where it came from. What does it look like? Um, it is similar to my holy symbol of Zareka that I wear that was made by Uriel. that guy, Uriel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who I also don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough day. <laughs> it's been, yeah. uh, been drinking too many blood sacrifices. sacrifices. Yeah. Too much peppermint in the uh, latte today. That's what it is. Um, it's the blood from the cult sacrifice. But anyway, it's it seems to be made out of some sort of gemstone, and um, it is a blood ruby, which is symbolic, and I want to. Bring it back to my order and see if there's any sort of significance to this symbol, because I've never seen one like it. Most of our okay. stuff is made out of gold. Um, never seen one made out of a blood ruby before. So you get to your order, the infirmary, as it is the clearly infirmary? stated in like Times New Roman on the front. Yep. It has to be a pretty the straightforward font. infirmary. Right. Um, and you meet up with the head of your order there, which I don't think we've ever established names in there. But they're all women who wanted something to do with Breton at one point or another. No. Or he wanted something to do with them. That's yeah. probably it's it. probably that more likely. <laughs> they all ran there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they worked there. They had nowhere else to go. Dahlia is... Uh, Dahlia? Yeah, Sister Dahlia. Sister Dahlia. Okay. Who we just call Dahlia because we're not a cult. <laughs> totally a cult. <laughs> That's exactly why What does Dahlia that. look like? Um... Uh, is there an actress? I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of her name. Is she the Black Dahlia? Is she and now that, what I was just going to say is all I can think is the Black Dahlia and all the pictures they show her is this like young woman with straight black hair. Yeah, but I was thinking she's going to be more like not that. She's going to have like uh, uh, an old lady with wavy brown hair. hair, wavy brown hair. Yeah. Like she'll look the opposite of what you would expect someone with a name related to death would huh. be all right so she like chipper she's bubbly no she's not she's she's cheerful but not like bubbly okay. like she's very positive. pleasant and sweet and and positive and, and totally something nice would give for but yeah i mean she's the head of the order so she's she relates to a lot of the uh upper echelon of the city and they sweet. call on her for services when they need her so she's she's very happy Business is good. Mm-hmm. So what have you brought, Lenore? This. 
It's a. Uh, it appears to be a copy of uh, the, uh, the the sim the sim symbol of our uh, gremlins. It's been a long time since that happened, and it's back. So you Cosmic brought what? Now? I brought um, this stone. It looks like a, a copy of our sacred so symbol. You say she's uh, cheerful but not bubbly. So is she usually smiling? Yes, but not like Cheshire Cat. <laughs> just like normal, pleasant, normal, pleasant. smile. Just absolutely um, not. So when you when you show her the symbol. Uh, she catches her breath and her smile disappears, but she's clearly excited by what you're showing her. She's like, <gasps> where did you find this? Uh, in a castle? A Were we castle? in a castle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you bring anybody who remembers anything with you? Um, no. I think we were in a castle. Yeah. There was a magic missile went off and <laughs> I was too close to it. <laughs> there was a dragon and I have a headache and Oh my, uh, that sounds horrific. Did you suffer at all? Oh yeah. Just memory yeah. loss though. Uh, mostly memory <laughs> loss, which is very painful because yeah. I like to remember things. Okay. Um may I see it? Uh yeah. She holds her hand up like Okay. Way. It sticks to your hand. It won't let go. Awesome. So you can see it, but you can't touch it. <laughs> and she's even more amazed. She says, I must consult the old tomes. And she runs off to that room where they keep all the all old All right, books. then I guess I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. You go through the suffering of waiting for her. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> this that is, is so painful. <laughs> she's, she's very excited go, about Zareika. what just happened. Wow. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And she runs off to go read. And that's, wow. <laughs> yeah, Nobody she, ever consults the old tomes. No. no. That, that, I mean, I don't blood. even know where they are. I've heard of the old tomes. <laughs> when she opens the, the door, it's probably going to be some dust moved uh, uh, from in front of it. But Yeah, so she's off to go check that. And then who knows how long she'll be. Which is me saying... Chris at the forge. <laughs> hey, meanwhile, back to the forge. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile back, at the forge. back at the forge. So you um, set it alight, and you, you want to? Yeah, I'll try to see if I can pump it up with my own. I want to see how much damage these tongs can take. Like how okay, magical cool. are they? You know, how much heat I can produce. But I have a feeling I'm going to need something more powerful than me to like create that unnatural heat. <clears throat> So the the first obvious thing that you notice the whole time is they never warm up, even under your hands. When you're holding it, it never even warms up to the warmth of your hands. The tongs stay like room temperature forever. It's like a solid 70 degree. Tongue. Well, that's useful in case I put them on some paper later. <laughs> yeah, could be. But, um, Don't set those there. It seems that even after putting them in the fire, the end never heats up. It's just They just stay a constant temperature the whole time. I'm going to start doing magic tricks with the kids outside. Yeah. Make some money. <laughs> Stay in the fire, then you're like, by uh, my tongue. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and when you, whatever uh, piece of metal you grab with them, it's almost like it's magnetic. It holds onto the metal really well. It uh, barely slips, if, if any at all. Even when you start to hammer the metal, it, it barely moves in the tongs. It's like they know what they're made to do. Practically sentient. One they purpose. know what to do. Yes. Awesome. Um, and every time you, you, uh, swing your arm and you hit. You feel like you're you're hitting exactly where you needed to hit to 
to bend the metal to shape it, whatever it is. You're, you feel guided as you as you work as you work your first horseshoe with these. In yeah, the meantime, I'll destroy, obviously yeah. something I just simple have first. Something yeah. Stuck yeah. to my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not stuck to your hand and, until it didn't stick to your hand until you attempted to give it to someone else. Oh. It held on to you when you went to give it to someone okay, else. Okay, it's all right. Yes. I'll go back in my pocket now. Be okay. <laughs> so you probably can't throw it at anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good gag, right? Uh-huh. That's, all, that's all it is, really. It's a toy. Here, catch. It's a, joy, <laughs> it's, a, it's a joy buzzer that actually shoots spikes out so the <laughs> other person suffers. <laughs> oh. What would happen if somebody tried to take it from her hand, you know? No, we'll we'll find out eventually. Does it burn Great. people? Thanks for giving them ideas. <laughs> Does it hurt? <laughs> Does uh-huh. it burn? Um, you notice too, Uriel. After a few, um, a, a minute or so, hammering away at this whatever piece of metal you've heated up, and and, and you're hitting on the anvil there. Um, there are people gathered outside, actually looking in, and um, it occurs to you at that point that while you're hammering, it almost sounds musical. It's like there's something. If it wasn't already obvious, there's something almost supernatural about it. When you're hitting it, it sounds like different notes on a bell. And it's, it's not just like bang, bang, bang. Right, yeah. It's, it's actually attracted attention and people are watching. Dang. These are the nicest wow. tongs ever. <laughs> Next he's going to be like, and they make snack cakes for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much would you pay? You but can wait, make more. s'mores with them. <laughs> there's a- <laughs> There's a, uh, a naked person of the persuasion of your choosing standing there holding s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some serious tongs. Want to trade? Wait, I can't. This yeah, thing's never going stuck to, leave to my the head. Shop ever again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that is what's happened yeah. with the tongs. Um, Lenore, you may get back to the blacksmith. There's probably ten people outside just watching Uriel work inside. And you notice from like a half a block away, it almost sounds like somebody inside playing music on the Is it like those like bells. ceremonial Chinese gong things, like the bowls? More this, like the ringing bowls. More like a pleasant more like a pleasant pleasant version of someone playing uh, Christmas songs on bells. You know, hmm. the, the whole Christmas caroling kind of thing. But it's more pleasant than that. And, and it's not a song you know, but it always sounds like something you, you might recognize. Nice. It's in like a David Byron butterfly. It is that. You just don't know <laughs> it. Yeah. So after some time and you're exploring those things, uh, Laramie, you are where? Let's figure out I where feel you like are. Laramie, while he is adventuring with the group, uh, he also sort of working for Josia, so he occasionally has to stop back in yep. and uh, check to see if they have any any more rumors or any problems that he needs to take care of. So he'd probably go to the the local temple and mm-hmm. and see if if the priest has any any jobs for him. So the local. Temple priest in Herak. In Herak, you guys are in Herak. Right. Right? But where I thought we had figured out where your local temple might be. Bridget's I mean, I would map. think it would probably be on the other side from the the market, to sort so of keep it more over. peaceful. What would it might What would it might be called? Whatever the hell that means. Well, I guess it would be. It would just be the temple of of Josia, and it's not like <laughs> I'm going to call it TJ's. <laughs> Is that near the pickled pig's foot barbecue? I mean. Uh, near it because w- we go there occasionally, but, but sort of on the quieter side. Yeah, yeah. quiet. We'll side. put it over here. Okay, because he he 
like it, it wouldn't be like the the Knights of Josiah's hangout, but I mean, it's just basically a a temple for Josiah in in Herak. So okay. so he would be stopping in to to see the priest that would give him. Uh, leads or missions or or whatever. So the local guy is uh, Bishop Chesterfield. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, when you visit, he's uh, he's very pleased to see you. Everyone's always pleased to see you, right? Because mm-hmm. you go find hidden things for them, which yeah. is important for them, right? Well, um, the bishop greets you and, and he says, "I am so glad you are here. Something horrible has happened." Um, dun, dun, dun. You may or may not know, but the oh, uh, TJ's here in Herak uh-huh. is, <laughs> is tasked with guarding um, some ancient bones from many bad things that have passed. And um, just recently, William Newport, I don't know if you remember him, he left the order a little while ago. Oh, yeah. One of the paladins. Uh, he, uh, he, he has recently come in and stolen some ancient bones from a demon. And uh, we think he's trying to become like a death paladin or something, and we don't know where he went. He's currently hidden. I mean, that's that's weird. It's bad. I mean, that guy, he smoked a lot, but he yes. always seemed like he was an all right guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess uh, we get, I'd go check it out. Do you have any leads? Um, he went that way, and he points to the west, <laughs> which really just is out of the temple. Um, we have no, um, you are the first visiting, um, adventurer of the order, knight, that's right, knight Mm -hmm. of Josiah, uh, since he stole them last week. So, um, I've had no other news. I've sent out word to the next place. All right. Uh, Oh, actually I sent word towards, gosh, you told me this in in the email, uh, Leesburg. Uh, That is my hometown. Yeah. (coughs) Hoping that it would reach you, but, um, you're here. Uh, go Joe. Uh, Joe provides, <laughs> Joe I guess. Provides. Joe yeah, provides. <laughs> yep. um, he, he'll make it done, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, now, is there any way to maybe track these bones? Or If only you had a ranger. <laughs> I mean, that would be helpful. Uh, ours is sort of uh, taking care of business somewhere yeah. else. Well, since um, Newport left the order last year, uh, we have heard he's had dealings with the underground. Maybe if you happen to know any shady characters you could find some news in Herak. i mean sure yeah uh, I'll, I'll look into it yeah i mean we get our best information from the underground so <laughs> typically yes yeah well hopefully you can help find uh william newport and put an end to this before he becomes powerful go joe go joe <laughs> i don't know if the like a fist in the air is a thing or not but i had to do it well, i'm not sure it why. is now it is <laughs> go joe What's that, a J? I thought you were doing an L for loser. <laughs> no, it's, it's slightly it's different. Close. We are one hook away from being a loser. <laughs> Losers Club Unite. That's in the pamphlets, too. <laughs> one hook they away they do this losers. over their heart. That's uh-huh. it. Go, Joe. Go, Joe. So, um, also uh, led by the, the sounds, um, Laramie, you find yourself at the uh, what was Jolly Gerald's. It's uh, currently now a place where somebody is uh, playing the world's largest xylophone, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm approaching it. I'm like, yeah. is that Inagata DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> My iPod butterfly. <laughs> um, so now the three of you are together. So, hi, guys. 
Hey, hey, how you doing? So hey, I, I stopped by my my order, and they said that some ancient bones that we had been watching got stolen by one of our old knights. So is that a cult thing? No, no, there's no such thing as cults. I mean, <laughs> with a name like TJ's, I it mean, can't there's, be a cult. Yeah. there's definitely things such as cults, but I, I, we're just knights of of uh, religion that are sort of a splinter cell. No, not important. Uh, but important, and see, uh-huh. Laramie, I knew you'd understand. See, we are also a like-minded group of of people. Absolutely, a people that can shape blood into different things. You people yeah. with your weird rituals yeah. and whatnot. I mean, I'm just creating fire. I don't know what you guys are up to. <laughs> Magical fire. It's yeah. regular fire. Well, you see, the thing that makes it odd is you have no idea how you can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or why it happened yeah. or who you were a, a year ago, right? Yeah. Are you sure you're not a demon? <laughs> well, anything's possible. He's is probably he missing, a cult Is he missing leader. any bones? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, he said that, that this Newport took, took the bones and went out west with them. Uh, trying to become some kind of like death paladin or something like that. So we should probably stop that. What are the significance of these bones? Well, um, you know how some some churches have bones of saints down in the... This yeah. is not like that at all. This is the bones of a devil, I think. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, they, these are would make you real evil. So I don't know. Usually they're in a nice, safe stone box. But Let's also put out there that um, Bishop Chesterfield told you the name of the demon's bones. Uh, that demon was Ozruk, O-Z-R-U-K. Does that mean anything to you? This is, uh, the, if it means any, anything to anyone, it's a spout lore meaning. I because this would, this would be drawing upon information. Ozruk. <clears throat> That's intelligentsia, even. That is a nine for Laramie Burns. (laughs) A niner? A niner? Let's see see what we got collectively here. That's a fail. Chris needs another chip. Give me another chip, please. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to... I have the Mandalay dice, Bridget, if you want. No. (laughs) But instead of using the standard spot lore, I will use my lore of the flame. I will stare deep into my forge fire... Which uses my wisdom, so I can actually get some points on this one. Let's see and it's the same. It's basically spot lore, but it's my own little special spot lore. Oh, actually. yeah. Where are the weird ones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you nothing. <laughs> you just see me staring into the fire. You don't know what's up. Yeah, That's a 12. Uh, you're rolling 2d6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bridget, Bridget is a little bit out of it today. Nine. That is way, way too much peppermint in the coffee. <clears throat> I got a 12 using my lore of the flame. All right. So Thanks. collectively... Um, you've all heard of the demon Osruk, but it is like, it's one of those, um, myth and fairy tale things where, uh, Lenore remembers hearing about it from, uh, old studies from with the not cult about, uh, um, a demon that would visit you in your dreams and steal your memories. I'm going to say that because right now you don't remember anything. But the demon would steal from your memories, and they would be forever gone. So you don't want to be visited by Osruk in the night. And um, uh, for Uriel, there's just something about flame. Osruk is, is flame as well, but like destruction and evil and horrible flame. Not, not good flame of any kind. 
Like flame can be used to warm. Not the purifying fire. Right. Not purifying. Destruction. Not, not warmth. Not cooking. Yes. Not, not nothing good. It is bad fire. When Osruk, when Osruk flames, you know, death follows. Yeah. That kind of thing. And for um, for Laramie, you just remember Osruk being in the old texts of um, the Temple of Josia. Uh, Osruk uh, was one of the most destructive when the paladins faced him hundreds of years ago. All right. You had the nine. Yes. Sounds like a bad <laughs> dude. Yeah. He's, he was a bad dude. Uh, so really. they did defeat him yeah. and had the bones of the demon guarded. But unfortunately, it was a, a defective paladin. A paladin who defected. <laughs> defective <laughs> paladin. A defective paladin. I mean, it's a tough life. <laughs> so he, um, he came back just last week and apparently stole the bones of Osric from beneath TJ's in uh, Iraq. So we're sure he's not trying to resurrect Osruk. Or that can't happen. I mean, well, well I guess we're not sure. Well, the idea that, that Bishop Chesterfield's familiar with is there's a way for a paladin to meld with the bones of something it defeated to become that type of paladin. And yeah. Osruk was about death and fire and flame. Right. So he wants to become a death paladin. Gotcha. That's the idea here. Is there a certain place where this could be done? A certain locale where there's uh, certain powers of the world? That, that one's all up to you, Mike. Ooh. Like, lay lower these ley lines intersect where the power would be great, especially for a death magic? Well, the answer is, of course, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... I, I guess, mean, in these parts, anyway. Yeah. I guess I'd have to check with the um, sort of the underworld uh, contacts around here. See if there's... I mean, there's usually these, these places of evil all around. You just have <laughs> sort of, I like the reference. Pieces of, of evil all around. You sort of just have to go. You shut them down, and they just sort of sit there. But you don't reopen under another name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a yeah infirmary like or something. Like a forge. <laughs> Ooh, there's some. Yeah, there's definitely something underneath this place that's not trustworthy. <laughs> I mean, he might be under this place. I don't know. <laughs> that's a good. That's, point. that's I would have known well, if now, somebody came in here. Under the forge is where we found the tunnel to the menagerie. menagerie. Yeah. So not yep. mezzanine, but menagerie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's no mezzanine in the no. in the menagerie. I'm gonna put one in. There. When you put a mezzanine underground, it's a menagerie. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> that I'm learning nice. so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you're not learning anything useful. Yeah. Whatever what, or true. <laughs> would, do you think maybe that rat boy Stinky Joe would have some information? Uh, what's going on around here? He very well might. Uh, he might owe you guys. For Although I think at this point we haven't met Stinky Joe. I, yeah. Because I thought that that was the episode right after this one. I think so. Yeah. See, now yeah. you're going to make me. According think. to my notes, I don't think so. Well, we may Not have Stinky met him. Joe. I'm going to go back into my earlier. notes here. He was the white rat. Stinky Joe that? was the episode right after the abandoned castle. Because we sent Stinky it Joe's was. rats to that castle. Now you guys know who Stinky Joe is, though. Yes. But he's just that because stinky guy that hangs out at the bar. That that um, Breton spent the night in jail with. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, And that was a while ago that he spent the night in jail with him, so yep. we know him from a while ago. Yep. Boom. We but, just yeah. don't know that we've So it's a good point, yet. because it was the, the zombies slash necromancer, then Stinky Joe and the rats, and then the fires of Mount Dumas. Mm-hmm. So we're between um, the... 
the the one about the necromancer and the rats. Right. Burp. Excuse me. Well, we can still check with him. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, an underground kind of fellow. Yeah. Yeah. He would get around easily too as a rat. Yeah. As a rat, but you don't know he's a rat yet. He's I also want to put out. Uh, <laughs> this has nothing to do with uh, your quest here, Laramie, but I want to make sure out. Uh, Yuri wants to put out word for any dwarven uh, smithy uh, blacksmiths in the area, especially okay. if they have knowledge of. Well, I guess I haven't been there yet, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> if they have knowledge of a thing I don't know about, yes, yet. that's what makes because it I'm not always yeah. at this forge and need somebody to look over it, but I would yeah. prefer yeah. dwarven. Okay. The word is for some uh, reason. Uh, for some reason, Uriel, I, I need I need some dwarven smithy guy. You're racist. Here. You get um, an application from a guy named Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> I know your way around you're this place. Trustworthy. <laughs> Never the best at what they do. Yeah. We'll still have to figure out what happened to him at some point. Yeah. I mean, I know. I like guys who come back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come back later and make things make yeah. some trouble. Um. Wait. I thought Drummond died. Oh no! Oh no! He's he left town, man. Yeah. So Breton spent a few weeks chasing after the living statue in Drummond before you guys went on to your next thing. Oh. Yeah. Which was <coughs> the necromancer thing? I think I got uh, I was rooked. Yeah. That's <laughs> why. Up. That's why the during the time you were helping out with the Savannah fever and yeah, he was wandering around Herak and spent some time with Prometheus and Valshand. And then all of a sudden, this paladin who is twenty seven slash fifty shows up, and you go help him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> but it, how could you forget? Yeah. Drummond, Drummond and the living statue escaped right before that part happened. Okay, they left uh, Gerald dead in their wake. I'm, I remember talking to Gerald. Yeah, he was creepy. He was creepy. Like dead, he was creepy. Live, he was just happy, jolly, you might say. Mm. So. I, I think in Herak, the the underground people that uh, mm-hmm. you'd want to talk to, you'd probably go into like the market district and then down an alley, down another alley, and <laughs> until then, it gets uh, real dark. It's real so dark, even near, during the near daytime. The stinky salamander. We know now there are alleys near the stinky salamander. Oh, there's an alley right back uh, right yeah. up back out to the forge here. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so, um, who who would be the one looking? Who is the the right person? Is it the Paladin, the cleric, or well, well if you want to go looking the down shady these, these shady alleys, I'm gonna I want to go talk to the elves. Actually, they might know some place that you could perform They're a ritual a like day this. Away. That's fine. Uh, I mean, we can skip over time. Yeah. I have no problem. Sure. With that. <coughs> but yeah, he he'd go down some alleys, and yeah. there'd maybe be a shop selling like like the monkey's paw or something <laughs> like that that I know is fake, uh-huh. but uh, I yeah. let him work anyway. You lick it. This isn't monkey. This isn't monkey. <laughs> I know what monkey tastes like. This is like a messed up cat. <laughs> Was this Chinese? Food? Somebody stretched the fingers of a cat. Um, what's Lenore going to do to contribute here? If anything, she doesn't have to contribute. Um, she wouldn't remember it anyway. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I can go with Laramie. Okay. Yeah, this shop might have something for her memory problems. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Some powder or something. So we'll talk about that a little. You do find um, one of those little stands at the end where the front of it is all stuff made in, you know, the uh, China equivalent in Paradisi. Mm-hmm. So the, the front of it. And then behind that, the 
So that's the front of this little kiosk, this little shop, uh, half a wagon kind of thing. But behind the guy who's standing there um, is the stuff in the back, things like monkey paws, jars of mists that are swirling and, and weirdness back there. Uh, Ooh, and the shiny. guy, the guy who's standing there, doesn't look like anything. It's like there's a hood that's half covering his face. You can kind of see most of a nose and a little bit of a mouth, and it's just a shady character, mm-hmm. a shadowed shady character. Literally, I I'll go up to the uh, the counter, and I look him in his shady's hood. I go, "Hey, Carl, how are you doing today? <laughs> Not bad, Laramie. How you doing?" And now you hear you hear anything weird? We we got a problem. We got a guy that, that took some stuff and and it's gonna do a yeah, ritual around Newport. here. I haven't seen him in a while, but oh, yeah. you heard of it? Newport. He went running. Uh, I don't know, like two days ago. Uh, he stole something last week. Showed up again. Uh, he was looking for like a fake monkey paw or something, and then he yeah. was gone. I mean, you are the best for fake monkey paws. <laughs> yeah, can't blame you there. Yeah. You need one? Well. Uh, or a three-legged cat? I, I think I'm stocked up on both, sir. Uh, if if we if you, you haven't heard any of where he went, I mean, you, you really got me flustered here, sir. Trying to do business. Uh, <laughs> somebody text me three-legged cat. Yeah. That could be a title. Uh, I made myself cry. A monkey uh. paw or a three-legged cat? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so Carl. It's uh, Carl with a K and two yeah, L's. Yeah, definitely Carl with a K. And two L's. Um, but you, you hear where he went? Uh, no, but I did see where he went. All right. Where, where, <laughs> where did you see him go, Carl? <laughs> Carl's all of a sudden funny. Um, <clears throat> well, um, uh, they said he went to that, that old castle. Um because there's no necromancer there anymore, so he could just go set up shop there if he wanted. I mean, that does sound convenient, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um. Convenient, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um, you sure you don't want anything? Business has been a little slow. Well, my cleric friend here has had memory problems. You got anything for that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a couple of memories in this jar right here. <laughs> Hi, and, my and name's his cleric friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a jar with a, uh, a swirling blue mist, and there's like a piece of tape on the front and the handwritten. It says "A few memories," and he says, "You got you got anything for trade?" Um, blood red ruby. <laughs> I have this rock in my. Oh, dang it! I can't. It it's stuck. And he looks um. at it, his eyes wide, and he says, "Here, just just take it. You can have it." Oh, thank you. What's okay, your name? Okay, bye. And he closes the curtain on the front of the show. <laughs> the drape falls down, and I'm closed now. Sorry. That Carl, he is a friendly fella. <laughs> huh. Uh, Where are we? So you know, you know, have like a mason jar with you know, the. It has that look. It's the canvas over the top with a string holding it together. Mm-hmm. A swirling blue mist, and it says a few memories on it. Uh, well, I've never had such a strange-looking jar before. That you remember. That I remember. <laughs> You may huh. have you may have another one in your pocket. Can I can I take a little peek real quick? Yeah, please. I, and I hold the jar up to my face. <laughs> and I look it around. Um, like. When you look in it, you see little glimpses, like um, uh, like the flashback things of things that happened yesterday and the day before, to you through your own eyes. Oh, 
that in, is interesting. Uh, it appears to be. Do so you think it'll work? So you see, you see yourself um, uh, behind your shield, charging towards the necromancer with his big dragon head in front of you. Uh-huh. And oh, definitely. I I think this will be great. I was worried that it was just he had captured a will o wisp in a jar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> those things tend to explode <laughs> eventually. Oh. Okay. But Let me I, see. I, yeah, give it a shot. So um, this place will be called Carl's Oddities because Sounds I good. said so. Um, <laughs> so he's somewhere uh, in the market. He is, uh, after you go through the back alley um, behind the, uh, the blacksmith, yep. you have to take several turns, and it feels like you're taking three left turns, but you actually took one right turn kind of thing. Okay. And, That's the um, first of the oddities. Yeah. If you just go back there and turn right, you won't find him. But you have to turn left three times, and you will. <laughs> <laughs> but he has um, odd stuff. But he also has, like I said, the front of it is all you know, fifty cent trinkets from China and DC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now okay. we're gonna have to establish China and DC. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Of- it's where all the the low cost stuff is made, and they have a uh, gnome slave labor. <laughs> oh dang! Yeah, mm. Carl seemed like such a stand up guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he just. It's a way to get it's people just to retail, show up man. so he can judge who to sell the real stuff to. Sure. The real fake stuff. Uh, <laughs> or the real, real stuff. Um, so, Uriel goes to see the elves. Yes. And uh, what you going to do with the elves? Uh, I want to tell him about this uh, demon named Osric. I'm sure you've heard the name. Somebody's trying to use his bones to uh, gain his powers. You know, his... Mm. Um, one of the elven princes uh, was there at the last battle between the uh, paladins, the knights of Josiah, and Osruk. Uh, he was there. He remembers you know, losing half of the wildwood uh, forest to fire at the time. And the, um, the paladins that were able to subdue and eventually destroy Osruk did bring the bones back to... Um, Herak, uh, to the temple there to TJ's in Herak, TJ. and um, uh, there had been no, no much, not so much as a peep since, and it's been about 250 years. Yeah, those bones were stolen by one of the uh, paladins. He's <laughs> gone off reservation. He wants to uh, perform some crazy ritual to get. So now Osric's we have power. a peep. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was retired. Yeah. Where? Would he take those bones? Yeah. Or what kind of ritual? Does he need anything Damn besides bones, the bones? Does he need bones, any other people? Demon bones. <laughs> well, typically, <clears throat> in order to go through any kind of ritual with uh, demon bones, like a paladin should go through, uh, he would definitely have to give up his soul. So you have to find a place where your soul can leave your body. Oof. Um, it's definitely a, a magical place. got to be someplace old. There's no new place around with that capability. Um, just uh, you're looking for some place very old with a long history that nobody lives in anymore. There's <laughs> a lot of that going around here. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even think of a good place. To, I wouldn't think of a good place to do that. What happens if... It would uh, probably hurt my soul to think <laughs> of a place to do that. What happens if he succeeds? Is there a way to uh, get his soul back, to re- reverse, reverse this process, or is it just... It's not, it's not anywhere in our ancient knowledge. I believe that if he succeeds, 
Osric will be alive again through him. And if he's lucky, he'll retain some of his own control. Now, how was Osric defeated last time? Uh, it's a paladin thing. You Special. wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes um, divine might to defeat a demon. Because they utterly defeated the demon. It wasn't just subdued him and put him right. you know, in a cage somewhere. He was um, destroyed down to bone. And it takes divine might to do that. Gotcha. So possibly cleric, paladin, somebody with a strong belief. Not, not a blacksmith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be able to pull this off. <laughs> Sell yourself short. <laughs> I mean, this guy yeah. could be a blacksmith. Yeah, the el- the elves were there at the last battle and the previous ones to support the holy people. Yeah. Um, the elves themselves were just. Yeah, we'll, we'll help heal you. We'll try and keep the thing at bay, but their weapons were practically useless against the demon. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not known for uh, the the clerics are not known for demon slaying or. Not I would imagine it'd be more paladin ish. We would be support staff. Yeah, it depends on the the order of the clerics too. I'm sure. Hmm. But yeah, so now with the information y'all have. You can reconvene and decide what your next steps are. All right. So, the elves give you a fantastic dinner, by the way, before oh, you leave. Yeah, it's probably the best food I ate in a long time. Yes. And uh, Carl said some stuff. And look, oh. I have a jar. Yes. What the heck is that? When it's you look at it, memory. you see yourself at through your own eyes. You don't see yourself. You see the scene of you sitting there talking to the elven princes. Isn't that cool? In the jar. That's weird. Why are you guys spying on me? No. Well, what did you see? What did you see? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> when you look in, you see this hand going up and down in front of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> and no. pages stuck no. together. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a blacksmith thing. What? Uh-huh. When I look at it, I see myself throwing a magic missile at a dragon. That's weird. Pretty cool. Is that a cult thing? <laughs> no, it's his buddy. His his buddy Carl well, gave it to me. Is that a cult thing? I mean, yeah, maybe. It's a good I don't know. Call Carl buddy is strong, but he is helpful. His at acquaintance. Times. Yes. Yeah. He's a useful fake monkey paw vendor. Yeah. So I found out from the elves that uh, this ritual would have to take place somewhere where your soul could leave your body easily and be replaced. Hmm. Assumed by the demon's soul. Hmm. I mean, hmm. Mm. There are different places that you can do that. I mean, there's maybe like a soul well that you just sort of like flush it, flush it down the soul well. <laughs> I like the idea. You put it in a bucket, drop yeah, it down. You just drop it down. Huh. You have to have a special bucket, but usually they, they come with the bucket, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't get a, what you if get we destroy well. this bucket then? Yeah, are we good? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, you could reforge another bucket, but I mean, I guess I'm splitting hairs. So also, they said there's probably no way if uh, if Newport succeeds in his task, he's probably lost forever. There's no uh, getting him back. And I guess we should hurry and try to stop him before he does that. But where are we going? I mean, to Solwell. I, is there a Solwell around here? 
You know, you ever heard of a well that people flush their soul down? <laughs> so you guys also had the idea of the, the same castle that right. you were just in. Yeah. And it's conveniently been vacated yeah. because you did that now I mean, it three is days old. ago. Word reached Tarak, and I'm trying to match up the timelines with what Carl said in that word reached Tarak that the necromancer was defeated in the ancient castle, mm-hmm. and that's the day that Newport took off. Gotcha. So... I mean, there definitely could be some, some stuff in a necromancer's hideout that would take the soul from your body. I don't remember missing anything last time we were there, though. Maybe. Were you looking for a soul well? Yeah, I guess not. And you explored one part of an ancient castle, right. so who knows? I mean, they're easy to miss. A lot of the times, they just <laughs> look like a real well. <laughs> what, is, what, if, what if the soul well isn't like an actual well? What if it's just like uh, some sort of... a, a magical symbol or or what if it's yeah like <laughs> what if it's a of, person <laughs> more of a uh, an object than a, an actual like drop I mean, a bucket in a well although i think if it was the thing that you you can't throw at people that you have in your hand uh that that he would be looking for you it's a good point. probably yeah, yeah. So no i don't mean that. like it's my thing i mean maybe it's something like my <laughs> thing uh, which I don't know what it is yet. I mean, we can go back and look. I, yeah. There might be might be just laying on the ground. Well, time is of the essence. We don't need some uh, demon running around in some human skin. That's a good point. Wrecking the that joint. true. Um, before you leave town, uh, Dahlia will find you and let you know, um, don't let it go. It will keep a connection between you and Zoraika stronger than you've ever felt before. And if we learn more, I'll let you know. Wow. Ooh. Um, can I ask her why Carl will seem to be, I don't know, afraid of it or why he, he knew what it or what, or he saw it and people familiar with ancient artifacts would recognize this as a link to a, a, a deity, like a direct link to a deity. And if they're non-believers, uh, they might be afraid of it. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's a, it is very, very old. Got it. By, by what by what we've learned so far, it is one of the first such items created by Zoreka herself. Damn! Damn! And I'm just carrying it around in my pocket with no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably should put it somewhere. Probably, it's probably safer with you. Well, yeah, but it, <laughs> I can't safer seem to put it down. Anywhere. Yeah, it, it won't let you go. It's in my pocket. Okay, it's never going to give you up. <laughs> never going to run around and hurt me. <laughs> no. Um, or desert you. Um, it might make me cry. Zorica roll you. Zorica roll. Nice. That's it. That's very good. That's another one you can send me if you like. Zorica um, rolled. The, um, so the next step will be to head towards the, the castle. Back to the castle. Is there anything that you guys would want to spend a couple minutes picking up in town? Uh, I say this because I want to make sure we, we at least visit the idea every time we're in town that, you know, I forgot I wanted to pick up a, you know, a set of binoculars or, um, you know, deposit money in my account or whatever, right? I just want to make sure that when we're in town, afterwards we're not saying, damn, I wish I had done this in town. That's all. Yeah, it may be want, nothing. I just want to put the word out that I'm hiring yeah, but specifically, you're looking for a dwarf. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, now, are you looking for a black, uh, a, somebody who works at a uh, shop or somebody who is a blacksmith or an apprentice or what are you? Somebody that for? has better skills than me. Okay. <clears throat> at the moment. Okay. Let me, make a, let me make a note of that. Anybody else have anything in town they want to? Uh... I think Laramie would just be, be getting supplies, so just making sure that that's traveling back, we wouldn't run out of food again or something like that. Just whatever. And then, uh, I don't know, if he can get his hand on some holy water, just in case they, there's skeletons or something there. Okay. Still. Um, so let's, let's do two things here. First, um, everybody can write down that you have one thing of holy water. And when we decide how we're going to use that, we'll decide what it means. For now, it is indeed consecrated water. But I, I can make holy, holy water. Good. That's a plus. Maybe I didn't have to go far then. Yeah. Um, and then for Laramie, um, just make a note somewhere that I'm going to let you have a plus one whenever you have to roll for uh, like food preparedness of some type. So if we happen to do a dangerous journey over today's recording, whether it be this episode or the next or the next, if we have to do a perilous journey or anything that requires foodening, then we'll have a plus one on that because you specifically wanted to make preparations for it. Great. Uh, All right. Anything else you guys can think of before we head off to the other place? I'm pretty good on the year pile. All right. All right, then we head off, and it is a—it's approximately a day's journey, but this time it's not a hazardous journey. We're just going to get there to the ancient castle. Now the ruins are there. If you remember, the the um, castle itself—I don't think we ever made a little map of that. Uh, if you're interested, Bridget, we mm-hmm. might spend a couple hours there. So um, the castle itself. Uh, most of the walls around it have been crumbled. There are still some walls standing well over 10, if not 15 feet high. Um, a lot of, uh, what's the right word, crenellations, parapets, all the different shapes and stuff around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big building. You guys went into one specific spot where the wall was down to the ground. Um, there was a cave in there. Uh, the passageway you walked down to get to where the necromancer was, that's all still open. Uh, There are a couple of skeleton parts and zombie bits laying around because everything kind of fell apart after. Um, And the whole place itself, figure, uh, just for for, uh, a kind of reference, figure the size of a football stadium is the the entirety of what the wall would surround if it was still there. So it's big, uh, but you had a clear path of where to go last time. This time it might be a little different. Because we're going to spend more time. <laughs> right. There's not like yeah. as we approach some lights or sounds no. coming from a certain uh, part. We'll say you you hit there towards the middle of the day. We leave the middle of one day. You're going to hit there the middle of the next day. Um, there are no lights on, no wisps of smoke or anything coming up from different areas. It doesn't look inhabited. It looks as you left it, which would be four to five days ago now. No horses out front like, no. he, like he rode up and tied it up. No, now, if he came right here, he was here three days ago, yeah. and you're uh, at least two to three days behind him. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, maybe we good. should look in the place that we know in there first, like the the necromancer's place. 
Yeah. So maybe Look there's the like that you know, there. stand in the place where you live. Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> <And> face north. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Song lyric day. Um, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Uh, all right, so it's easy to find your way back because all the doors that you guys had opened and left through it, uh, as well um, are all still open. There is uh, a st- substantial mess of stuff that you left behind. Um, uh, Bitso Necromancer, although he w- <laughs> there wasn't much to him. That what's right. left of him is still there. All the bones from the dragon. That room that you entered. Uh, that was all dark. It's still dark, but your light works now. Except for the dragon skull. I took it to yes, hang everything. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, and, and there's other stuff that might be valuable laying around. It's one of those where you could come back, grab stuff whenever, or somebody may just come loot, whatever. Right. Sure. The important bits were the ones you picked up. Um, that room itself doesn't seem to have anything else special in it that you can tell without some kind of roll. Is there anything missing? Um, nothing obvious. How about that? Okay. So it's not like there was a giant pot in the corner and now it's gone. (laughs) No, not unless you had, you know, written down a full inventory and then go look at your inventory. It just looks as you left it. doesn't look anything special. Laramie, are you able to sense these bones? Do they give us some type of aura that you could... I mean, they're, they're super evil, but, I mean, can I sort of use my my power to see if there's anything that's like radiating evil in here yes now how do you do it again i mean i have as a human mm-hmm. i can ask to pray for guidance to so see what here is evil pray for some guidance brother all right sounds good you don't have to roll you well, just have to pray i don't know ah <laughs> maybe rolling's easier <laughs> i do like to roll uh dear josea mm-hmm Guide my hand toward the evil of this world, so I may smite it. Hey, in that's my crotch. Get away! <laughs> <laughs> it is evil. Do it not shall touch be there. smote. Stop it. Josia says, so <laughs> "Gotta <geez>. smote it." <laughs> um. So as you're praying with those words, as you're you're making those sounds, your um, left hand, your your index finger points out very rigidly, and it swings to the side so quick that you almost hit Lenore in the face. And it is like a, um, uh, I don't know, a, a super powerful compass needle that just immediately settles in a direction that it's got to be something on the other side of the wall over there somewhere. Uh, but you are, uh, as soon as you stop praying, you can move your arm again. But while you're praying, your arm is like a rock stuck to the side of your body. Watch out now. <laughs> I mean, it seemed, it, I didn't do that. I think it's guiding me that direction right there. Can, can we yeah. go it look is, at that wall? It is probably, out of all the times you've prayed to find out what's evil, this is probably the most evil. I mean, usually when I do that, it doesn't do that, so we should, <laughs> we should give that a shot. That seems like a powerful symbol. Yeah. Yes. Um, Without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, this is going to be dangerous, how do you go about exploring an ancient castle? Because now it's time to explore said castle. Is it light Uh, or dark? It's light if you have your light spell going. I do want somebody to make one roll for a light spell, it doesn't matter to me who it is. Uh, It has to be one of the two people that can cast it. I will light my staff. Okay. Or maybe I won't. What do you get? Eight. Okay, plus wisdom. 
Well, that is with wisdom. Okay, so you get it, and you get you pick one of the seven to nine results from cast a spell. Well, unwelcome attention because well, it's light. It's light. All right. So you do that. It's not just light. It's neon. It's neon. <laughs> it's um. It's a Saint Pauli girl bar sign neon. <laughs> nice. The um, the the place lights up, a pale blue, because yes. Uh, so yes, it's light as long as you have a light spell going on. Otherwise, where you are is underground, and there is no light coming in because it's ancient, and nobody's around to light the torches or the wall sconces or anything. Um, I think Laramie would see. would pretty much proceed as normal, where he yeah. has the sword and the shield out. He has the shield up in front of him, and maybe Lenore's staff is behind him, so he can sort of see ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And it makes it look like you have a big shadow. Oh. Like, it makes your oh, shadow uh, huge. Impressive. It's very ears. impressive. And, yeah. <laughs> I'll your, little bunny ears. Yurio uh, going to be at the back? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, all right. So you start marching down, or marching, proceeding with caution, perhaps? Down yes. hallways. Uh, it feels like you are in a labyrinth underneath the castle. It isn't confusing, per se. Confusing per se however... Nothing's marked. As, so you walk down this hallway, and it's not like, you know, th- at the end of this hallway, it says, you are in hallway A. Turn left for hallway B. It's, everything is, looks the same. And as you're walking through, you, you still have your clear indication of where the evil is, but it seems difficult to find. And it's, it's taking a while, uh, like longer than you think it should. I mean, every once in a while, I think I would, like, scratch some kind of symbol on the wall. So if we're backtracking, that we don't. We know that we're backtracking, but okay. but yeah, I, I guess we just sort of try to be as methodical as possible and clearing the area. Okay, and hopefully we'll come across something. That's are we seeing other evil. rooms, or are we just in like hallways. twisty hallways? Hall- Nothing twisty. Everything is at um, it's straight. You're the grid like ninety degree turn this way or that way, but there are no twists and turns. And there's not a, a lot of rooms or anything. You haven't seen a room since you left the other one. Hmm. Are there any secret doors that we're, we think we're missing, maybe? Are you there's, a lot maybe of ho- there's a lot of hallways. Maybe we're missing something. Are you going to discern some realities? Yeah, Is that what you're telling me? That sounds like a good that idea. That sounds like a good idea. Can we all do that? Now, here's what I want to do. If everyone's going to do it, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it as a collective roll again. Each person roll one die, and we'll take the best two out of the three. Five. Four. Mine is not the best. <laughs> so that's nine. And does everybody have a bonus on wisdom? Yes. Three. Mm, I have okay. one. Everybody has a bonus, so yeah. we'll at least add one, which means that'll give us the ten. Sure. All right. So collectively, y'all are looking around. Put together three questions for me. Uh, uh, from your basic mo sheet on the front. I mean, I think with secret doors, what here is not what it appears, not what to, appears be to be would be a very important okay. one. Um, one thing... Uh, let me think about that for a minute. Any other questions? Because I want to word this a specific way. Uh, what should I be on the lookout look for? Up. Okay. Um, ahead of you, where you're sure you haven't walked yet, is a marking that says Gojo on it. Whatever you've been writing. I'm just going to say it's Gojo with an arrow or, you know, mm-hmm. Laramie was here kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Sorry, ahead of you, where you're sure you haven't been yet, is a marking that Laramie put on the wall. Hmm. Hmm. I want to put another marking. Just to make sure for yeah, yeah above, above his, make sure we're double back and we're seeing. Kilroy. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so you got another marking there. Uh, one more question. Uh, what here is useful or valuable? Ah. Um, what here is useful or valuable? All right, and then the first question was... Not what it appears to be. What is not what it appears All right, so I'm going to kind of combine those. Um, what you see is uh, where you're about to step, uh, right at the edge of the light... It's like you can see yourself walking, but when you stop, it stops. It's like you're in a loop. You're just walking over and over the same spot. Hmm. Now, what's useful is it looks like you could, you kind of figure in your head, if we walk a slightly different way or take a little bit of a different path, there might be a way around it. But if you keep doing the same thing, you'll keep right. walking through the same area. So how might how might you do it differently? <gasps> Turn around and walk backwards. Oh, sure. We can give a shot and then maybe turn at the next one that we okay. didn't take. Okay. So you turn around and walk backwards for a few feet and you run into the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But that I didn't is see it coming. I didn't off. see it coming either. You weren't looking. <laughs> That's where we're going to pause this one, and we will pick up the backwards walking as we continue in our next episode. For now, we can all say bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.